It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Nerd Party. I'm Darren Moser. I'm Philip Gilfus. I'm Daniel Pru. And this is City Alpha 3. Hello and welcome to City Alpha 3, a Star Trek podcast here on the Nerd Party Network. I'm Philip Gilfus, joined by Darren Moser and Daniel Pru. Uh, gentlemen, how has your Star Trek week been before we tackle the newest episode of Star Trek Picard? <laughs> um, well, I was not fortunate to get uh, the, what's it called? Eagle Moss that I wanted because I guess Replica, the company that took over the stock back stock, they're releasing like a dozen or so a week or every two weeks. And, um, yeah, I, I did, there wasn't much that I was really interested in. Um, the XL Cerritos is what I was going for along with 99% of the rest of the Trek fandom. So surprise, surprise that sold out really fast, but it's okay. I have enough junk around my room. So that was, that was my disappointment. Yeah. The, uh, I, I mean, you know, the people are smarter than me and they, they are in the business. I'm not. But like they're thinking like, oh, we're just doing a couple every couple of weeks just to, you know, prevent uh, resellers from grabbing everything. Like, how does that prevent them? They're still going to grab it. I mean, I'm sure they're, they've set their timer for, you know, 4.01 p.m. when you go live while the rest of us have lives. So, you know, but anyway, yes, I too was the only thing I really wanted was the Cerritos and that was gone in two seconds. So, oh, well. what about you, Daniel? Any happier news in your Star Trek life? Uh, uh, yeah, we watched uh, In the Cards, the great Deep Space Nine episode where where Jake has to Jake and Nog have to uh, trade up essentially to get uh, the baseball card for Cisco. And it's such it's such a good it's so funny. Uh, it's a the, uh, what, what is it? The Great River. The Great uh, The Great River. Oh was wait wait it, no. uh, it's the um are you talking about the group that he's he's paranoid about? Um, no no you have no, to trust no, but it's oh, the I, mean, I know what you're talking about Philip no no that's a different that's a different yeah. that's a different oh is that okay yeah I know I always mix it up with this one too but yeah it's the one where they trade like the desk and the stem bolts and yeah it all yeah. bigger and better they play bigger and better on station yeah that's a different episode this is just where they're trying to uh, the guy the, he's a crazy guy he wants to create a machine that lets him live forever. Um, uh, this is where he's par- paranoid about the soulless uh, minions of orthodoxy, uh, and he gets his quarters right below um, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, oh, Wayun. Yeah, Wayun. Uh, it's great. It's just a, it's just a great episode. Oh, okay. It's it's uh, it's it's a light episode right before we start getting into the big stuff. So that's good. That's good. Very okay. Good. So you're getting your um, Dominion uh, refresher for the uh, change yeah. in threat. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Before, yeah, big things coming down the pike. So uh, I guess I, I should be used to it at this point. But 
Yeah, I think I'm about to finish season one of Enterprise because of Shockwave part one is the next episode, which I believe is the season finale, but I can't remember. But I'm getting close because I know I'm episode like 25. So obviously I have to be getting close. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, it. It's weird. I both. I'm glad it doesn't lean too. I mean, it will at the end, I know, but it doesn't lean too heavy into the temporal Cold War thing. Like, there's this, the Suleban uh, Guantanamo Bay episode, which is not about really the Cold Temple. It's just learning more about the Suleban. And so there's every drips and draps throughout the series, uh, season of like, oh, the statue was made by the Suleban. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, uh, the meme of like Leo, I, I know what that is, you know, pointing at the screen. Um, but I really like, I feel like it's a deft touch about, obviously the first episode introduced this plot, but they haven't gone crazy with it in that first season. So I mean, I like that because it is truly more episodic. So, so I'm enjoying my enterprise for now. So, but yeah, so <laughs> Star now. Trek Picard uh, continues. Um, I guess we sort of crested because we are now down the hill of, well, this is episode um, six believe of uh, the bounty correct me if i'm wrong yeah episode six five. of ten yep yep and so yeah there's there's only uh seven eight nine ten you know that, and that's it no more no more star trek ever well, again and, no, I'm and someone pointed out uh that this is added to the list of four or five episodes where there is two episodes of almost the same title one with a the so things like emissary and the emissary and so this is, I guess there is also a Enterprise, I think it was an Enterprise episode called Bounty. Ah, and so okay. now this is the Bounty. So I think there's like only four or five episode pairs that have this. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Is it the Orion Women episode? I don't know. It. I don't remember, yeah, what the what Bounty is, but yeah, it's, you know, we're running out of titles, guys. We need some more Latin. Like, that's always, you know, a banger. <laughs> but Maybe it's the, sorry, this is not Philip, I tried to guess, I could just look it up, I know. Maybe it's the one where Archer gets taken prisoner um, by an alien who I can't remember, who's a bounty hunter. And so that's a sort of an interesting dynamic. Because um, I'm trying to this figure out. This is not out. the bounty that I would have expected, but. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, but yeah, that, that's where we are with Picard. So I figured what we kind of start off with, instead of going chronological, because, you know, I'm, I don't do that. Um, I figured we just, we, we'd talk our two big set pieces. We'll talk the Museum of Fan Service and Space Station Fan Service. So I figured we'd just talk about those two places, um, and that may take the whole episode. I'm, I'm here for it all. I'm yeah. So... So, and I, I'm only half joking, um, but anyway. So let's let's start with the museum of fans. I mean, that's not what it's called. The Fleet Museum, um, uh, Fleet led museum. by old Commodore Space Doc, Jordy LaForge. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> I love that this was the old Space Dock. I don't know how they moved it. I don't care that Starfleet Corps of Engineers can do amazing things, um, but it also kind of. Yeah, it makes sense that the one we've seen around Earth is a newer space dock, bigger, has the extra pods around it. Wait a and minute. Was there something in the episode that led us to believe that? It, I know. I didn't even clock yeah. that. Yeah. Well, no, they, they say as they pull up, they're like Earth's old space dock. Oh, I, I didn't catch that. I didn't yeah. catch that at all. I'm looking at the picture you sent me. I'm like, oh, that is what it is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah, it's like the, it's the ah, ah the awe-inspired moments of them saying as they're pulling in 
uh, to arrive there. So where, where is it? Uh, some planet doesn't matter. Okay. Well, 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 they can warp to it and back within an hour somehow, which I thought was pretty. Yeah, crazy. distance doesn't seem to be an issue in any of these <laughs> travels, but um, yeah, no, it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, you got the little little rings and the little ships docked in it, and I want to see the inside because you know the inside's got to be bristling with like even more ships. Um, uh, I thought you meant people. the inside of the ships. There's only. Yeah. No, no, I mean the inside of the space dock. Like, it's a yeah. space dock. It's huge. Well, I think that's what, and I'd have to watch it again, and I probably won't. Um, but because the way they shot it, and maybe maybe I didn't, I blinked and missed it. I didn't get, like, the, uh, for lack of a better word, the trunk part. I just saw the top part, so it just was like a big saucer to me was the space station. So oh, I think, oh, the space yeah, they do start, like, yeah. no, it's it's literally the entire thing. Yeah, well, I it's, imagine, it's and a, Daniel, you tell like, me. What you think? I assume the inside is just gift shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you have to exit. Yeah. Run by Quark. Yeah, hey. that would, uh... it's a Quark's franchise. Oh my gosh, it all fits. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but well, there's uh, there, I've seen pictures that talk about all the ships that are there. Um, I think there's what looks like twelve, 13, sixteen ships that we see outside the space dock, um, and we know and all of them one. but one. And one, oh yeah, one empty one, yeah. Just in case you need to hide. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we have the 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 Enterprise A, which is Kirk's literal Enterprise. I guess <laughs> yeah, was, we know we was. Know. Uh, you have the Klingon Bird of Prey bounty, which is the episode title. Take a drink. Uh, which took which took me a while to notice. Like I didn't realize that that was the emphasis for the title. I thought it was like that. The Titan was had a bounty on its head. That's that's what what was Jack Crusher thought. was the bounty. <laughs> that could be. Uh, we have um, a, a Klingon Katinga class. We have the NX-01 refit. Doug Drexler's design is, uh, again, I don't think it's shown very closely, but we, we do have that there. Um, we have a Miranda class, a Nebula class, USS Voyager. Uh, we have an Excelsior. We have an Akira we have the USS New Jersey, which is an original constitution, not, you know, original Kirk era, not refit. Um, we have a constellation. We have the empty USS Titan slot. <laughs> um, we have a Romulan bird of prey, the defiant, a saber class and an Akira class. So no repeats on classes. It's all, all original. Uh, well, plus yeah, but- whatever is inside. <laughs> well, oh, Daniel, I have to ask you this, uh, you know, uh, filling out what's what sort I'm looking for when you, when you have to go through a collection. But anyway, um, you know, the USS Defiant, when, when you're thinking curating, that's what I'm looking for. When you're thinking of curating, what, what, what ships am I going to do? What ships am I going to do? You're like, you know what? I want the USS Defiant. But of course, that one was blown up. So the second one, that's kind of historic, right? It was in <laughs> one battle and then was docked at DS9. That counts, right? I mean, you could say the same thing about Kirk's Enterprise and the A. No, that was the Enterprise A. I mean, the Kittimer Conference and, you know, other stuff. It wasn't like. Uh, That's true. Yeah. The US because it's like. I see what you're saying. It's like this isn't the actual one that actually did anything. (laughs) It just has the name. Yeah. Listen, we we can go. Are you on saying for we days. don't include DS9 fans? Is that what you're saying? Philip? I mean, you can put a runabout there. Like you're saying. It, they the real could grand. not complete. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like itty bitty, like in the in the ring. It's just same like, size of the Defy. Well, we could uh, talk about. scale. We could talk scale, but we won't. We'll just leave that be. Um, but here's the thing: if they didn't include the Defiant, they wouldn't have had. But Seven would not have been able to press her nostalgia buttons on the console, <laughs> and you wouldn't have them neatly lined up in order of that we know these ships. So uh, that's why they had to include the Defiant. Now, when I you do press the button, does it cue the, the music? Person. Yes, like the that's, theme music well, that's what each. it was doing. Every single yeah. time she pressed the button and <laughs> she, they started talking about the Voyager's it. It's the Voyager's like, ba, 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 ba. She yeah. should have said at that point, we played this on loop on the way back and it drove me crazy. I hate this song. <laughs> that's what she should have said. <laughs> oh, no, it's the song again. <laughs> now, Darren, what you, I, you know, I'm sure it's hard for you to pick a favorite. What was your favorite oh, upon man. seeing the screen? Uh, you know... It, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I wish we had gotten a closer shot of the NX-01 refit. I, I've always liked that kind of in-between design that Drexler came up with. But, I mean, obviously it's the moment in the episode where, you know, Seven talks about Voyager. And she talks about it being her home and being, um, you know that went farther its namesake went farther than any other like it's beautiful it's just a beautiful scene like yeah is it like why are why are we taking a moment for jack and seven to sit down and wax nostalgic about starships i don't care i want them to sit down and i would be mad if they did show up to the fleet museum and we just like go inside and we can't see anything or something like that that'd be terrible so what? What now, Darren? I'll, I'll go ahead and put you on the spot. Five ships that are on the inside that we didn't see. Okay, um, I I've already kind of started thinking about this. Okay. So I think the um, the Enterprise space shuttle totally makes sense oh, okay. having it inside. It. Um, it's not very big. It's not super space worthy at this point. So putting it inside a pressurized area that people can walk around makes a lot of sense. Um, I think the USS Bozeman, after finally being retired by 2380, whatever, finally gets, uh, you know, pull after pulled through time way past the operating life of a, a Suez class, um, uh, you know, attack wing or whatever. So we have that. Maybe some pieces of the Mars defense perimeter. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, too soon. Gruesome. Too, yeah. Yeah. too soon, man. I feel um, like, um, and this is, uh, I mean, this is not really funny, but I mean, it, it's, it's funny in any Star Trek, not in a real life sense. So, you know, like in 9-11, you know, they, pieces of the tower, like they're everywhere in the country. You get you to go to right. a, your your local city. They build a statue out of pieces. But anyway, like it's the Mars defense perimeter pieces of it just like everywhere oh, in the gosh. Federation, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought I'd read something about uh, them recovering. It wasn't space worthy, but they recovered like the enterprise D saucer, like put it inside uh, the space dock. Like that makes sense. Like it's, it's not going to go anywhere, but it, it could be docked into one of those pylons or something. Um, 
Because you're not going to episode le- ten, Darren. That's what's well, going to happen. But you're not going to leave it on that planet with those people. You know, it, there are no people on that planet. It was the neighbor. Were there planet. no people? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but well, you don't want them to be like, let's go visit that neighbor planet. Right. What? What's this giant spaceship? Um, you know, that's how religions are born, uh, Philip. <laughs> but okay, so Enterprise D. Well, what's this grave uh, doing here? Wait, it's empty. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what? Just for kicks, um, even though. <laughs> Even though we already technically see it, I'm going to just call that that unnamed Excelsior class is the hood. It's always the hood. Hood is all, that's the workhorse of workhorses. Oh, it is everywhere. Think of all the missions it's been on. Riker's um, old ship. Well, it's not. It's and here it's not actually just part of the museum. It's it's actually working. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still service. Still service. It gives tours down to the planet and comes back up or something. <laughs> and I like that. And like they're like, oh, the USS Hood is that? Oh no, they're just here uh, delivering. <laughs> they're they're leaving. Bye. Um, but yeah, and then maybe one last thing inside, uh, a, like a runabout. You got to have a runabout. You know, the Rio Grande or something, because um, that's small enough so you you have the, like like a museum you have the small ships in their own little wing inside the show. yeah uh delta flyer that'd be cool to have well like, i think uh, like even the, uh the got one of the galileos uh shuttlecraft from tos oh yeah that would have been that would have been good they I could that's... be inside the enterprise <laughs> that's true that's true you it's like oh well, is it, the is it here inside the main space dock with yeah, yeah. with uh tons of or space <laughs> yeah well, there's got to be the kids section of the museum, right? There's like <laughs> there, there's a there's a bouncy a castle inside the, the New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we see any shuttles in the movies? In the, uh, Star Trek Five, B for Barricade. Okay, all right. Well, no, like okay. in a, it, Insurrection, you had not only the captain. Well, no, no, no. no I, oh. I meant the the original because I was thinking, like, did movies? they update? Did they oh, update yeah. the um, show? Oh. I see what you're saying. The, the TOS movies. I don't remember. Not really. We only had like the little pod to get to the starship. We didn't yeah. really yeah, use shuttles. Um, JJ used them. Well, bit, right. But. I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. Those do look, just look like the old But yeah, Star Trek V would be the best one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that was I wouldn't, just I wouldn't say <laughs> best yeah. one. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I know, like ranking yeah. TOS movies There's based a- on use of shuttlecraft, Star Trek V, yeah. weirdly number one. <laughs> it finally won something, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, we could have uh, one of those, what, scorpion attack pods that Data and War and uh, oh, yeah. Picard fly out of the scimitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm surprised there are non-Federation ships at the Fleet Museum. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm surprised that the uh, the Klingons aren't like, so could you give us back our ships? Like, no. Like, uh, I um, well, you, you made anyway. us destroy the original Enterprise. We could keep one of your stupid bird of price. So. Yeah, okay, okay, you know, okay. It's, it's not a bad uh, spoils of war. Um, you must return that bird of prey or there will be no c- peace. Yeah, the cultural appropriation <laughs> of the Klingon. <laughs> yeah, I know. After two hundred uh, years, they still haven't returned it. God, man. Anyway, uh, now here's a question. I just hope uh, the Klingons don't notice, or it still <laughs> works. Uh, whatever. Well, well, we'll get. We'll get it. So, Darren, are these the actual ships, or are they just models? I no, don't I mean, like, see why in, they in real be life. The you're thinking ships. like, like, because some of these are pretty old, and are they doing the time? Yeah, it's the... a museum. It's okay to be old. Well, yeah, but it's they, it's there's no internal workings. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you could fly the well, Spirit yeah. of St. Louis. I, I see what you're saying. Space. 
Right. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I don't think I think um even though there's no tether to each ship, they're kind of like floating. I'm assuming there's like a fusion generator on every ship that keeps the lights on, you know, and let my, in my mm-hmm. mind, they, they, they can walk down the pylon and they can go walk around the ring. And, and I'm assuming they have a little transporter on that pylon that you could like beam over to the ship and, and back reach out and to touch like, it and touch you it. Never do. Yeah. The Smithsonian. Oh yeah. Is the Phoenix in the, in the space? Song? That's a Smithsonian. Uh, that's, a, that's another and ship. Earth probably. You know. Or it's, um, yeah, it's it's at the uh, the theme park in Bozeman. Yeah, in Bozeman. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's where it is. Um, what I was thinking, I don't even think they need reactors on the ships. Those little circles are wireless chargers. Oh, so, you know it's so true. Oh, you have to put I like it. It's, it, it's the induction charging of the nacelles. <laughs> but I was thinking the same thing. Like, there's no way because that's why I was thinking. Oh, they're going to take one of these ships and fly away. But I'm like, they shouldn't have. Um, Warp cores, active warp cores on them. The yeah, I don't do. do. It comes I, to the museum. I, take out the warp core. You know. Yep. And throw and chuck it in the sun at the at that <laughs> system. It's like just they have a whole process. <laughs> Disposal yeah, no fees. antimatter storage pods. None of that. Well, yeah, that's why I was drain, thinking just drain a the deuterium fusion reactor you know. enough yeah. to keep the lights on, but not go anywhere. Uh, oh. Um. Yeah, and what did you think of the uh, the scene, Daniel? With each, you know, I, <laughs> it's fine. I'm not. It's fine. But like, I did like each one really to like focus not on each one, but like just the important ones. Like, because like I think the Enterprise A makes sense in what we know, right? It was decommissioned from what little we know in Star Trek Six. We don't know. We didn't see it done, so it's plausible that they kept it and you know it's for the only the few enterprises that that survived (laughs) and and showed up at the fleet museum (laughs) do you think uh do you think that they decommissioned the enterprise and captain kirk at the same time because uh oh boy oh boy he's just hanging out and uh we'll we'll, we'll get to it we're not there yet yeah Yeah. now Uh, answer your question no go ahead please yeah i was gonna say i just think uh yeah it's uh Fan service dialed to 11 this episode, and, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough to go through five minutes of it, like, back to back, and I'm just like, okay, uh, maybe dial it down (laughs) next time. Maybe just, uh, you know, maybe just one ship. Maybe just one or two ships. (laughs) Uh, But, like, ten ships, and then we have to have a history lesson on them and all the accompanying music. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get what you're doing. I know what you're doing, but it's a little much. Just like a... It's like a lot of hot fudge on a Sunday, and it's like too much. It's it's too much well, topping. I need I need more of the of this stuff. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you always can have enough <laughs> toppings on. Um, yeah, no, no. I, well, and I, we'll get to it later. But like, I I don't think there's anything wrong with this, or there's anything wrong with the station. Both. Uh, <laughs> I felt like watching Lower Decks at a certain point, but anyway, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, now, Darren, what'd you think? Okay. Because we, now I need an episode where Boimler and Mariner go to the fleet museum and it looks just like this. And they're geeking out like to the extreme. That's true. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the fan service <laughs> in this episode, but you are right. It, it fits tonally more in like a lower decks episode i'm fine with it in this one but you're you're not wrong like like between this I episode totally see mariner and boimler going here rather than oh seven and jack crusher that's how who is going to be doing this scene 
No, that's a good point. Well, they like had between... they did that. Remember in in Lower Decks when they went to the collector ship. Uh, I was about to say between oh, that well, episode that and this episode, like, we had more references. Eleven. <laughs> she, well, we Lower Decks for sure. No, nah. I don't know. Big Big Spock skeleton versus regular Kirk skeleton. I don't know who wins. Who wins that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but what was but your anyway. next question, Philip? Well, well, I was just gonna say, uh, Darren, based on. It's not, I mean, canon. What does canon mean? It means whatever you want it to mean. But based on sort of what we thought we knew about uh, Jordy LaForge's post-Nemesis life, you know, with uh, the, That's true. the Utopia Panisha building the Spock ship, which name I can't remember for a second. Um, Jellyfish. Thank you. Um, and now he's running the museum, which, like, it well, sounds cool. I you think about, it like, eh, is that cool, though? Seems like a retirement job, but it, I feel it. I feel it. May, no, I I feel it totally makes sense though because of how he acts in this episode. He's married and has two kids, and he's like, I don't want that front of the line. You know, I'm always in danger. I'm always away from home. Like they imply that he that his wife either lives on the station or uh, wait. He doesn't say my wife though. He says your mother. Just want to point he, just, out. Well, okay, he also says yes. long distance. Well, I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but all that to say, like, yeah, I totally buy that at this moment in his career, he he's like, oh man, I get to I'm a he he's like the engineer's engineer, and he gets to tinker and and be around like all these like that totally feels like a Jordy thing at this phase of his life. Like, I totally buy that. What'd you except man, thoughts, but Daniel, what'd you think of And he uh, roped his our, daughter into being his assistant, you know. Yeah. Nepo baby. Um, so uh and also his literal daughter. Um but anyway. His little Daniel, daughter, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh what'd you think of LaForge's reintroduction to our little world here? Um yeah, I mean it's great to see him. He got to got to hug Crusher, which is Lots of hugging going on this episode, which is fine. Um, I, I, you know, I'm just bothered. This, this, this is now the second crew member that we've seen that is uh, apparently now shocked that that space is dangerous, and they were in Starfleet for four years, and now all of a sudden it's like I can't do it, and it's too much risk. And I'm just like, we did this. This was used to justify the Jack secret thing, and now Jordy's like really scared, even though both of his daughters are already in Starfleet and doing things. And I'm like, nah, yeah, I just, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just don't get where that comes from for someone like that. Like someone so seasoned and it's just, well, uh, like you, like he must've, he clearly did encourage them to go into Starfleet knowing full well what that job meant. And then now all of a sudden he's like, now, nah, now we can't go and do things. Cause I don't know why. Why I don't know why he's saying this now, but I just didn't like that part of it. But I mean, I guess that's his mini arc in the episode. At the end, he obviously learns to let it go, which is fine. But I just didn't get it. But he did. He pulled those strings. He got one daughter assigned to him at the museum. Never in any danger. He made sure the other daughter was assigned to the worst captain in the fleet. You know, so there's never any going to be any danger <laughs> for either of them. So now go ahead, Darren. What's, what's your I mean, it. it I'd say it. I get what you're saying, Daniel, and and yeah, it is a bit like all or nothing with Jordy of like, well, you you can't go outside, you know. It's like really, really, Dad. But I feel that 
there's an overall arching theme of this show, this season about fatherhood and parenthood. And I think, cause you have, you know, Riker dealing with stuff. You have Picard finding out he has a son. You have George, like everybody's a parent now, not everybody, but most people. And so I, I think that is where they're trying to draw it from for Jordy. They did mention lol in the episode. So yeah, you're right. Everybody's yeah. I, a Darren, parent. Yeah. That's right. Technically everyone is a parent. Everyone is a parent. Jean-Luc, oh, right. Will, Worf, uh, yeah. Deanna, Beverly, Worf, yeah. Jordy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And Data. Uh, Jean-Luc is dead, so uh, he, he we'll was a parent, but he didn't know it. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's true. Everybody's a parent. So now, yeah, so that, I, I yeah, I, I do agree with you that it was, the, the as far as the writing and the actual way he was acting, it was a bit much. But I think that is, you were asking, like, where is that coming from? And I think that is that is where it's coming from and whether or not that is an appropriate reaction, you know, that is to the character and the story. But I think that is where they're drawing that from is, you know, I, I don't, I want to protect my children as unreasonable as that sounds, you know, there is always that drive and connection when you are a parent to, to want to protect your child, uh, and and that's just this is Jordy's way of dealing with it, which is it the best way? Is it the right way? Probably not. But I think that's where the motivation comes from. Do you know what Lower Decks does better than Jordy? Uh, really encouraging that the the, uh, the the people that are in Starfleet to explore different uh, tracks. Uh, remember when <laughs> um, tracks was like, oh, oh yes, let's go into uh, security or now let's go into engineering. Yeah. I don't, so I, he's, I, they do this a lot, but it's like, oh, you have to follow in the, the in the footsteps of your parents. And then it's like, you, you get one. Shouldn't you be satisfied with like one did the engineering thing and one did something else? Why is he resentful over that? I, just, I don't, it seems so silly to me. Like you have to be an engineer or, or nothing at all. Well, again, this is Star Trek Picard. So this is the era of not everybody is happy with everybody else. So there's of course going to be inner family <laughs> Darren, conflict Darren, with the no one is happy. Of course there is. John no Luke, one is happy. Will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it is. And I know, I know the rule is you can't mention the other seasons. That is the first rule of star Trek Picard season three, uh, but I'm going to, um, this is the will Indiana episode. Oh, Hey, can we help? Deanna says, I'd love to Jean-Luc, but, you know, we lost a child and we just can't do that stuff anymore. And that's was Jean-Luc. That's what, so now season three, Jordy, we're doing it again. You know, ah, I'd love to help, but I can't because I have it, you know. And so it's like, and I, and I think what the, and, and Darren, I agree. With, it's not unrealistic for the character they've created, but of course they created that character. That was their choice to create the character that way. Um, and so I think a frustration Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
from a fan service aspect. It's like, you know, season three, next gen crew coming back. None of them want to go on this adventure. None of the next gen crew are like, <laughs> we're back, baby. They're all like, uh, we'd rather not. And I'm like, what's that? I didn't want to see a bunch of reluctant TNG crew, you know, because that's uh, that wasn't my dream season three. Um, so that, that was my only thing of like, you know, we had Ro last episode to be like, she was a pill. And now Jordy's a pill. I mean, Worf's the only cool person. I mean, I'm, I'm going to just keep saying that. Worf is the only cool person this season. <laughs> and also, that's because he's the only one who worked on himself. Everyone else. <laughs> he, just... he, he, that's so awesome. He seems to really have worked on himself. And, and it's, oh, man, I thought it was great when he was uh, really taking the piss out of um, Riker. And Riker's like, you used to. He used to fight back, man. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah. I, I, I'm just chill now. Like, I don't need this. In my it's life. like Galaxy Quest with Guy, and he's like, I'm just so happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> it's like, why are you smiling? <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing, and D- Daniel, I don't know because you're in DS9, so you're getting Worf, you know, a lot more. And I think he's on point and and better. He's on point and better um, in Picard. But it, I think it does strike me, and I think it, this is good writing and good acting that he has a distinct voice from everyone else. I mean, both literally, because it's the war voice. But, like, he is almost like doing a Shakespeare play when he talks. It is all very formal. And the way he... It's all full sentences and full names. And everything he says has meaning. Um, but it, it gets so apart from everyone else. And that is not a complaint. I think it's awesome. But, like, is it that the same way in DS9? Or is it just t- times 10 in Picard? It, 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 I mean, it is like he does have that sort of formal way of speaking. Um, and I, I think they pushed that more in Deep Space Nine than, than like, but what I thought was odd was when, when he beams on the ship, he gets a data line. He's like, I last time we saw each other was 10 years and five months and 62 That minutes. is true. I did kind of notice that. I'm like, like, what is, why did they do that? That is such a weird, dis- like, Worf's not data. He doesn't have a chronometer. Like, what do you, what the, I just thought that was bizarre. But no, I do like, I do like, um, the character, I like how they're, they're building him out, and, and he, <laughs> he gets the best lines. Like he, all the he good does get all the best lines. Uh, when he's a, a superior Klingon technology, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, great. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, well, let's yeah. move on. We can cover other stuff in the episode, but I just wanted to, the big set pieces. So let's go, let's go to, to that the, other uh, station. <laughs> yeah, go to fan service station. Um, so, well, you know, what'd you, what'd you think? We saw not a lot of things, but a few things. So, so I'll go, Daniel, I'll go you first. What was your favorite? Or, you, you know, I'll, I'll take a cynical view. You either the one you groaned the most about or the one you, you're like, oh, that's cool the most about. Either one on fan service station. Um, okay. I will say the one that I hate the most is by far. Um, and it seems that um, Picard, or the, this season specifically, is very deceptive in its marketing. Um, so the whole Moriarty thing really, really rubbed me the wrong way that he just, that was it. Like definitely thought there was going to be more, uh, felt like there was going to be a lot more than just that. Um, uh, and then I guess, I guess what I liked the best, I guess. Oh, you know what? There's a clip from Encounter Farpoint. That was my favorite part. Um, maybe, maybe the, the, the genetically modified Tribble, which is, is really weird that it's got all these teeth and stuff and is like screaming. And it, go, it jumps at Wharf. That was pretty good. I, mm-hmm. You know, just the other stuff was a little heavy-handed again, but it was fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. What about you, Darren? What was your favorite? Or no, nah, you're, you're just going to be a favorite. You don't. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not cynics um, like us. No, it was fun. You know, 
it's like uh, it felt like they were at the queue for Space Mountain at Disneyland, where you're just going down a hallway and you have these little vignettes off to the left and the right. You look through a little window, something activates because you looked through for a second. Like it's kind of what it felt like. Um, yeah, no, and I will, I will echo. Like I did expect more from the Moriarty. I wasn't as upset with it being like just what it was, but yeah, I thought like we were going to talk to him and he was going to recognize us and, and all this stuff. And instead it was kind of this point of, it was like part of data and it was, it was weird. It was weird. I was I'm trying to tell what it was. Um, but yeah, absolute favorite part was the, um, the, the encounter at far point footage. Um, Oh, it was just, I love that sequence. It, you know, cause he, you know, you, you starting to whistle it and you're like, Oh, is that, is that what I think it is? Um, and then when he, cause I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting like, Oh yeah, we have HD footage of we're like, it, and it was such a, a snap of, you know, we're seeing Riker, Jonathan Frakes in 2022 or three, you know, as Riker and then boom, we're back in like 1987. Was it 82? Um, yeah. and, and I was like, Oh my it, gosh, it, like what now, a Darren, ride it's been. Was the shock that suddenly there was these huge bright colors on your screen while you were watching. Before, <laughs> and then, no, I'm kidding. I'm I could see everything. Okay. It was the darkest. <laughs> That's why it was uh, on the way to space mountain. It was the darkest hallway known to man. Um, yeah, we're not going to get into the darkness I'm debate because that will just consume every episode. But, um, but yeah, no, that was my favorite part. Favorite, favorite thing I saw in the behind the doors. Um, uh, I, I mean, it does also kind of not make sense if you think too much about it, the Genesis device, cause is that the second Genesis device? Cause the other <laughs> one blew up, but again, doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's the space mountain attraction ride as far as I'm concerned. So, so uh, real quick, just cause I don't know if we're going to cover this in any other to- topic, but this is the Daystrom Institute but also the repository for all of section 31 secret stuff as well. Do they keep it purposely like um, visible to whoever is on the station? Like here's all, here's a, here's a device that can wipe out an entire planet and they just keep one there. And then like, here's a, here's a dangerous thing. And you can read interesting facts. Yeah. They did seem to have like a visitor queue wait line. (laughs) And it's like, are there tours here? Like, Okay. Now, what's that gift shop uh, like? Yeah. <laughs> they shoot you on your hand. You, well, the gift shop is a mind-wiping device, so you forget <laughs> that you were ever here. But you, you can buy one of the rocks that was on Kirk's tomb. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. – oh, sorry. I was going to also ask. Soon dies, puts all the memories into this new body – and then what? It, it doesn't. Know. It doesn't coalesce. I don't know. It doesn't. No, coalesce. but it, but I mean, like, did Daystrom steal it? Take it? Sure. But I just wonder. I just didn't yeah. know where what, this. What do you came want from us, like, Daniel? We're not allowed to talk about this. <laughs> so whatever happened, they, they would have had to take it from the androids because it was Android on the planet. androids' planet. Yeah. Right. So they just took him. 
That's my point. Like, yeah, uh, wouldn't there be like an incident or like some sort of a, hey, you're, you're stealing oh, You know what we should do? We should bring back Maddox. He could be. Oh, oh yes. Oh, wait, never. Oh, but he was he was in the next chamber. If you kept walking, it was. Ha. Well, well, speaking again on the on the Kirk remains, because since, you know, it's been out for 24 hours, the Internet's already decoded what that text at the bottom yeah, says. And it just talks about Kirk's life. It doesn't mean anything because this is what I thought. Um. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. For some weird reason, I thought it was going to be the remains of the duplicate Kirk from the one where he was split into two, totally forgetting that he reintegrates at the end yeah. of that episode. But um, but yeah, I guess they did take the remains of which also while I don't get when they were picking up the saucer section, well, grab yeah, his body. Hey, you know, um, that's that's I guess where else would you put Kirk's body? Because it's not going to be like left in the on ground, that planet. Like most normal mm. Yeah. <laughs> You've you well, got to think that there's some sort of like Federation Arlington of right, the stars. Yeah. F- Fed Arlington. Or put him in a torpedo and shoot him in the sun. It's what everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Yeah. After Spock, they learn not to do that anymore because things happen. Um, yeah. I... Because that's what to me, whatever. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But it is a little lower dexy because it's like, oh, ha ha. Then you think about it for a second. Like, wait a minute. I mean, not that they got the body. That's fine. Because I mean, look, Picard buried it just so it wouldn't. That's like many of these things. But you're you're supposed to think about it for two seconds. And if you think about it longer than two seconds, then you're like, well, wait, but the Genesis device was exploded or wait. Why would Kirk's body be here? (laughs) That is a. That is the motto of Star Trek Picard. Don't think about it for more than two seconds. Because I guess, I mean, this would be my question, which is fine. I mean, this is a, uh, you know, a fan question. But, like, what, why would they be studying Kirk? A, it's been 25 years, maybe longer. I mean, since he died, I'm hand quoting that. Well, why um, would they? Why would they be sitting Picard? Picard's body was there too. Good question. Well, it's only been there for no two question. years. We'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, like, what True. else is there to look at? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Every yeah. dead captain of the Enterprise is stored in Section Thirty One I mean, for someone's weird, think, you know, twisted collection yeah. wall. Yeah, like some people have yeah, the Enterprise. You, you think that they would probably have the Enterprise bury... captain bodies? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like here's Captain uh, what Harrison Harriman, <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, we Harriman, we can't recover Captain Garrett. <laughs> you know, it's like, geez, ugh. <laughs> the red lady. Yeah. You have to sign a waiver when you take take on board the Enterprise. It's like uh, <laughs> I'm my body to <laughs> so true. <laughs> does, wait, does he like it, you know? Does he have like Jellico like swedged in the middle <laughs> there? You know, as a temporary captain. <laughs> Oh boy, oh, yeah, man. yeah, it was, yeah. It was. I don't know. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I felt like there was something else that really got me, not in a good way. I was like, "Oh, that's that." But I think we hit it all right. Genesis card Tribble. I feel like that was it. But I feel like I'm missing one. That's everything. Anyway. Well, we, we, well, we didn't talk about the crow. Okay, well, the hologram, the holographic yeah. crow. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, yeah. that's that, that's that's the thing. Is Moriarty is again just a figment connection of data's imagination is why we see him right was it a crow or um, a raven? although well it's oh. it's it's data dreams of birds is all it is yeah okay that's what that's what but i guess is. 
my second thing, and now I'm going to have to re-watch that. Is that Birthright Part 1? I can't remember. But um, I think it might be, yeah. Sounds right. Did, is Because I have to watch it. Because I feel like this is one of those things. And look, I'm sure they know what they're doing. Um, but like, it's just like one of those things we know as the viewer, because we've seen the episode. Would Riker have known that? Like, did Data like write a log of all of his dreams, submit it to... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like if if like you had if Riker, not you, the viewer who's watched the episodes, if you Riker had a list like name the 20 things you know about data, one was like, oh yeah, he dreamed about birds. Like, I would he know that? I don't know. Like, I was more, just thinking too. Like, did he interact with Moriarty at all? I don't. He probably in the second episode, but I don't think he was around for any of the because that was all um, Data, Jordy, and Pulaski. Right, and I think maybe Picard had a, had a had a, a little bit of Picard. Well, they'll definitely remember. Riker will remember ship the ship bottle. getting taken over. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, is that what happened Thursday? Oh, yeah, I guess I just totally blacked out from my trombone solo. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but it was just, just one of those things. It's always like, uh, and again, I'm not complaining about fan service, but saying when fan service, the problem as a writer is. It's not what the viewers know; it's what your characters know, which is a different thing. But anyway, um, well, so let's and let's so let's get to it. So, I mean, I don't feel like I. It's not data, but I don't know what else to call the thing that is data. So soon, yeah, I'll just call it's, it soon. It's data. Well, mostly data. It's well. Think about this. It's going to become data. I, yes. I, it can't not. It will become data. It can't yeah. not. <laughs> until until Laura takes over the episode, uh, the ship for one episode, and then it's going to somehow data is going to be able to t- control it or whatever. And then it's just going to be Brent. It's just going to be, let's just call it yeah, Brent. It's Brent. Yeah, Brent. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, Brent now, getting to act more like Brent and less like data. <laughs> Brent, uh, I, I'm going to say, disappointed me because he, uh, he was data. And I was like, oh. Because it's also you know his age data, but it's like okay, no, that's that's data of how he how he, in the more the movies, not as necessarily the TV show, you know that character again. And then he did the smile for lore. I'm like, oh, that that is lore, spot on. I don't think he has a law, law in him. I don't think he can do a law. <laughs> well, and he did before with yeah. kind of the blank face, yeah. like the. Why why bother uploading before at all? Because before is data. Well, he's the core. Yeah, but he like also you're... had data. He had data. He yeah. had data's be- data's data's data. He had I think... actual data's information. Yeah, I don't think he needed before. So that's well, I think it's, it's, it's I, part I, of I don't it. Know, I was like, why? Yeah. All right, whatever. That's fine. Because I think your 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 data <laughs> file is Look, in your you B4 win. File. You win, Daniel. So... He's gonna play one character because he reabsorbed all the other characters that he played into one. You yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. This is not uh, the the track I saw them going down, but whatever. It's probably Brent's like I'll, I'll wear the I'll wear the uh, contacts. I want as little makeup as possible. Yeah, yeah. How old can we make Data look? Let's just go for it. I mean, that was like, and again, whatever. It, it doesn't matter to me because they do do the contacts, which is probably enough. Um, could I put like a little white makeup on? I don't, you know, anyway, I don't know. I was like, it's just it's not going to kill you. I mean, I'm not saying I have to go full data, but like a little bit of a shoot, you know? Okay. Um, but it's fine. Of course, now he has projector eyes, which is made me laugh a little more. Than <laughs> he, he's an he astromech. Arched. He's an astromech now. He's <laughs> he it. Yeah, I was like, that was so funny. <laughs> Wait, it's like, uh, pull up the manifest data. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. <laughs> 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 
Uh, so what... oh, sorry, wrong, wrong data. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Uh, so what? What is it? What did? What? What is it? What's the mystery? What? Did, what did they steal? Well, Guess we know what they stole. They stole Picard's body. Oh, Picard's right. Picard's yeah, I've already forgotten. Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What's well, it's, so, you... it's so incredibly dumb. It is so bad. Okay, like listen. Everything, everything up until this point was like what, they did the one thing. They stole the portal weapon. T- as a distraction from them stealing the most important thing, the bigger weapon, the universe ending weapon. And it was Picard's body. So what could that even possibly be that would justify stealing a corpse of a dead man from years ago at this point? So your, your, your speculation, this is just off top of my head. Is it a Locutus thing? I don't know. I'm throwing that out. Is it a Locutus thing? That's the thing only like... thing I could think of. Um, yeah. are, is... The the cameo that you never would have thought would happen. Are we getting Tom Hardy back? <laughs> the return of Shinzon, guys. How would that even work? I don't know. <laughs> Shinzon. Perhaps you recognize this face. Yeah, oh, that's well. true. I guess they gave they did uh, they did blow him up, but for yeah, for some reason I was man. I need to watch Nemesis again. I was thinking like, do they? Keep because this is where like if Shinzon had lived or or survived like this is where they would have kept him, you know. Because well, are they well, gonna clone, and clone the old body and, so. and, and then make a new card? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, whatever. That's that's the mystery, I guess. But it does. I don't know. I was a little. I, it I feels like we'll, it we'll also see. has to be. Re- <laughs> it also feels like it has to be related to Jack somehow, uh, right? Because that because we still don't know Jack. why they want yeah. Jack. Are they gonna like f- fuse Picard's dead body with it? I, I, I just don't understand. Oh, okay. What All right, this that is. makes a little more sense now. The reason they don't want Picard now is because he's not biological. He's not organic. So Jack is the only surviving organic representation of Picard. So maybe that's why they're after mm, Jack. Okay. They need his DNA to whatever, 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 their Picard clone. I, which I don't know why, but I'm, I'm throwing it out. Okay, yeah, but why, that's the thing. Why do you need Picard? What, I don't what, know. What, what would you need him for to do? Unless it's Borg-related. Super Lucutus. And even then, we're past that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, it's like, it's so weird. And then why would the changelings be interested? And then in he'll him? walk out and be like, I am Lucutus 2.0. <laughs> yeah, because one of the things... <laughs> Like I don't, I'm not gonna like spend more than half a second. Like, why would the uh, Brent android be old? Because Brent's uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna. It, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. But like, it does seem a little intent that like we're bringing everyone back. Um, and they've they've pushed a little. That's bit literally far. the point of the show, Philip, <laughs> to bring everybody saying, back. <laughs> You know, like with Q. Okay, they did the thing, and that that's fine. They did gun, and like it all makes sense. They're going to pick one that, that can't make sense. And I think that if they do old Lacutus, I'm like, no, 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 guys. No, guys. yeah, no, <laughs> no. In an it's alternate future, Lacutus is very old. And <laughs> yeah, you know, if, you know, Philip, you talked about you brought up real quickly. You brought up the defiant, the, the, how the defiant got yeah. blowed up. Um, <laughs> uh, and then they, and they brought in an, another one the next episode. Uh, I just realized that's the exact same thing that happens at the end of of season one of Picard. They, they kill him off and then they just bring in another one right behind him. So <laughs> Star Trek has a history of doing this, I guess. That's what I'd say. 
I she mean, uh, way back to what's called Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Five or Star Trek Four. Like they, yeah. yeah, they blew up the Enterprise, and then a couple movies later, here's another one. So Spock dies, and then there's there's a pre- there's a precedent. We shouldn't well, be surprised be, at this point. To be fair, they did save the uh, history of Earth, or they did save the planet. So I feel like if you save the planet, we'll give you a ship. You get now. Okay, yeah, that's, that's true. It wasn't like oh, your Defiant blew up. We'll give you another defiant. Like, what? I mean, I like. I, I'm not trying watch, to destroy. Watch. DS9. He's like Cisco comes back to Deep Space Nine with an O breath. He's like, uh, well, I blew <laughs> up all the advanced tactical ship. There's that a war I made, going on, and they said, "Well, you get one." Yeah. <laughs> it was either that gonna, or the should hood. We talk about the Jack stuff. Well, I was going to because you know, I know, you know we've been talking a little bit, but just sort of uh, to close out. Not you know not in five seconds, but to close out here, the next generation. Uh, with Jack and the LaForges. Um, so, so yeah, we can start with Jack first. Uh, yeah, what, what, you know, aromatic syndrome all along. That was Which womp, is, womp. Uh, weird, right? Because Picard, Picard never had these sort of hallucinations, as far as I'm aware. They're laughing at me. Yeah, Why I are feel, they laughing? It's gonna, it's gonna be tricky <laughs> because I feel like Jack and whatever is happening to him. It's it's the Red Angel, it's the Spock shuttle, it's the like I hope they pull it out at the end because I don't know, like you know I I guess I mean like pull out of this nosedive because it's it's one of those things where I don't know if whatever solution or answer they give us in episode ten because it's going to be episode ten we know it is we're not going to know until the very end if it's going to be worth it because you hype it for this entire season. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, it's weird and it's different and it could be something completely new that we've never seen before. And that's fine. But yeah, I don't know what is up with the, the visions. It's really weird. And I guess because I mean, they're implying that it's, that he's, that it's the earmotic syndrome, but it's not because he turned into super ninja dude and killed all those people. And, and Picard's never done that with his disease. And again, he didn't even wasn't even aware of it. Right? Uh, Picard so was, was a commando once. He wore the black unitard. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and then he got, got captured. Pretty uh, easily. Very good at it. <laughs> he's he's all trapped with uh, Masset, and he's like aromatic syndrome. Busts <laughs> out. <laughs> like this, it's like the Hulk. It's like, it's like that doesn't how, the, it's not how that works. <laughs> how that works. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm brain addled. <laughs> he was really a kind of a jerk too to picard about it he's like he's like you gave me your disease old man it's It's like like, uh, i didn't choose to that's not how this works i didn't like check the box when we were conceiving you like well you give him one of these and one of those and no hair and earbotic syndrome ah that'll show him (laughs) see i it it, and again Uh, thinking too much about it because i'm thinking of when i was watching voyager and I mean, look, they can, it's a one sentence thing. They can make it fine. But like when I was watching Voyager and that was it, Balana, I think had some genetic disease that or thing that she had passed on to her baby, but the doctor, Oh, we can, you know, duh, 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 it's fixed. You know, don't have to worry about right. that. And so like, I guess the aromatic syndrome is not on that list of <laughs> fixable. In other words, and I, this is going too deep, but that's what we do. If, if aromatic syndrome does have that, like, you know, at some point had Jean-Luc, so at some point, if John Luke 
would have had to have like the talk from Beverly and all good things were later that, hey, you have aromatic syndrome. By the way, if you ever have children, this will get past. Like, yeah, I feel like once you're diagnosed, they're going to give you the whole like or maybe like, oh, it's super rare. But they didn't say that this episode. Oh, you know, there's a possibility, but like you five know, percent chance you pass this on to your children. But I don't know. I just feel like this should have been a possibility that Beverly would have known, you know, oh, no. I'm yeah, a doctor, yeah. and I know my partner had aromatic syndrome, who is the father of my child, and I don't know. It also feels like a totally different disease. This is yeah. not the same thing. Does, that does Vash heart. know that he has aromatic syndrome? Like, we got to start go looking at his past. Like, ooh, just, <laughs> yeah. is he telling people? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, because I, you know, theoretically, because he only found out in all good things. Um, that, but uh, still, yeah, yeah, and I guess. If, if this is the explanation, I mean, maybe it isn't. Maybe they'll twist us, um, as you say, Darren. But if it, the explanation of the visions and ninjiness is aromatic syndrome, it does make the series a little weird to rewatch because you'll be rewatching, like, oh, yeah, no, that's, he's having his aromatic syndrome vine hallucination that doesn't mean anything. True, but. Like I've said, like we still don't know what it is and why. Like it's it's it can't just be aromatic syndrome, like you said, Daniel. It's got to be something else. Unless that disease is somehow um, unlocking something, or what I'm thinking yeah. is like it's for some reason like it would interact with the changelings in some manner, and because it's so rare, and Picard no longer has it, um, they need Crusher. They need Jack, who has the disease. They need his DNA to get that specific whatever to blah, blah, blah. And that will cure them of their whatever. So that's all I can think of, but would be a really weird sort of way to do it. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of whatever so far. Yeah. We're not, we're not sure. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. Don't worry guys. We have four whole episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we'll we spent three. We'll eventually get to, uh, what is it? Federation day by episode 11. <laughs> I feel like oh, no one's it called it. Fleet Day. No Federation. Oh God, it's, it's it's Federation Day. No, no Frontier no, Day. It's, it's Frontier, Frontier Day. day. Yeah. We went with an yeah. F. I was close. Yeah, I feel like none of us are ever going to want to celebrate Frontier Day again after this. Um, Only Captain Picard Day. Yeah, and so, First Contact Day. <laughs> so We're getting started yeah. quite a calendar now. <laughs> so, what'd you think of the? Um, I mean, it was fine, but I feel like. Online, it has exploded with you know Star Trek Legacy coming soon. What do you think of sort of the Jack LaForge ladies dynamic, sort of creating this like ah, what is the next next generation? I enjoyed them working together. It, it kind of worked. Um, it it's interesting. I I can't not think about it every time that both of the LaForge daughters are on screen. The fact that like one is a series regular and one is like just the biological daughter of of LeVar Burton. Again, nothing against her, but you can tell they're like, we're, we're there's a reason we're giving the acting to this one person and the stand behind your dad to the other. Like again, nothing against her, but like you can kind of feel that in the in the story. Yeah, Jack Crusher. Jack Crusher has a crush on the actor. Yes, not on uh, <laughs> the his real the, life daughter. The guest, not the guest cast. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which again, I'm glad she's in it. It's totally cool that they did that. But you can feel the the difference between the writing on the two characters. Um, 
But uh, I also, yeah. uh, um, and I don't know, this is me overthinking it. Because I feel like Picard, the series, tries to have these emotional moments that I can't connect with, which may be my problem, not theirs. But the, at the end, when Jack and Jean-Luc were having this very like, oh, uh, you know, after the explosion at the beginning, this is now the, you know, um, full house music playing. And we're like, dear, dear, we're a family. Um, but anyway, but, it, it, you know, it's, oh, I must have got it from you. And I'm like, it, which just sounds sweet, but I'm also like, I don't know, you, you know, you're more experienced with offspring than me, Darren. Um, but also it helps that you're raising them. So like it's it's I don't know how many qualities are genetic you know um uh, i mean I can, yeah maybe inte- that's true. maybe intelligent but like compassion no, you're like, right that's not a genetic like, quality. you must have gotten that tenaciousness from me and it's like yeah yeah no you're totally right the nature versus nurture well like I, honestly every every trait like that is from beverly because that's who raised him like and i was I'm about sorry, to say not to be is. that person but like i feel like you're kind of downing the power of the single mother like, oh, half of this must be from the father that was ne- – which is not his fault. Not his fault. Not his fault. The father that was never there. Like, no, I think Beverly 100% is what happened as a mom. Yeah, I mean, I you're absolutely right. Although I can kind of get for Picard in this moment, he's he's trying. He's trying to connect oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, with no, his yeah. son. And it's like it, what he's really saying is, oh, I have these qualities too. Like, I get – so I get what you're saying when you're talking about X. Like that's really what he's meaning, but he's saying it in a weird way that that doesn't quite make sense, like biologically. But yeah, um. and we get to see the ten forward set again. So uh, God, Philip, take a drink, take bingo! I got bingo, guys. Uh, center uh, square. It's like free. we made two sets this season: the Titan Bridge and the Ten uh, Forward Lounge. Everything else, we'll figure it out. No, they made uh, Section 31, Daystrom Station, which I, I forgot to mention for, for Daystrom Station. Um, I, li- I liked how they had uh, similar modules to Jupiter Station. Uh, at first, I thought it was Jupiter Station, like, plus with extra stuff added on. Um, you know, uh, real quick, an- another thing, like, alongside what you were just saying, Philip, about the um, small amount of sets is, like, a really tiny amount of extras as well. They must be ha- like having to save all their budget for getting all these people back because like like Daystrom Station and um, specifically the museum like there's they don't even there's not like shuttles going around there's no there's literally nobody in the background the only people on that station were Jordy the Forge and his daughter and like there was no like he, he did say, like, well, there's thousands of people that come through here every day. I'm like, are there, Jordy? Because <laughs> I didn't see them. Um, are they on the station already? And they're just walking the corridors? Because I'm sorry, but there's got to be some sort of moving sidewalks. If you're like, oh, I want to go see uh, the bounty. Well, <laughs> I hope you planned, you packed a lunch because it's going to take a while to get over there. <laughs> and, and going back to the row episode, we didn't see the captain. I thought it was a or the bridge. I thought it was like, a you know a thing but it must just be because they they have like no money for for extra people just walking around in the back that's why they got everybody off the titan there's only named characters left nobody else it's, it feels really it makes the universe feel super tiny to me like i wonder it's one of those things that's just been running i don't i don't know what the regulations were when it was filmed so i don't know if maybe they had to you know not have as many people as oh covid yeah yeah because i this is what california yeah, season filming. one season two had it so 
It's not like, no, it's not in Canada like Discovery. No. Yeah. I I don't know. Star Trek hasn't been filmed in America in a long time, so I don't. Okay. I don't. What know. do you mean? Season two took place in, in L.A. Well, that's, that's, that's um, so just a few. They drive by your house in that in that movie. <laughs> um, all right, so let's hit, hit just a few things before we out. Um, a well, and this is a nitpick, but I'm just going to say it before my head will explode. Guys, let's steal a 100. 50-year-old cloaking device. They'll never detect that. Yeah. I'm sure we don't have the technology Wrong. to detect that anymore. So anyway. Boo. That, that, that was my one thing. That was my one. You know, look, I'm, I love cloaking as much as the next person, but I was starting to think like, so is it literally just the device? Like, it's like, it's got a USB port coming out the back and you just plug it in because I kind of think that the nature of the ship and there's got to be something in the ship that's like also part of the equation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, some sort of yeah. like coils that go all the way. I'm just glad it wasn't the, 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 the white sphere that Kirk steals in oh, yeah, that episode. Enterprise. Like, that was like the oh. worst, the, yeah. The worst looking cloaking device ever. Let's it's be like, sure. Oh, that was yeah, this, is, this is it. That's true. Um, that's true. But um, yeah. well, although this was a callback to the end credits, cause the end credits, uh, they have like a technical diagram that's in Klingon being translated, and that is a technical diagram of this Klingon cloaking device. And it, um, it just it it, ugh, it just makes no sense. And I love the line reading that Seven gives when she's like, "We're cloaked." Like even the computer was confused by this information. Like this makes zero sense even to the characters at this point. So it's just like, um, yeah, that's not really something the ship is built to do. You would think everything, every system would need to be integrated in some fashion, but that's okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my reaction, <laughs> it was just, and I don't know, I feel like this makes sense. Maybe it doesn't is when they cloak. I don't know if it was Worf or someone. Oh, it's a Klingon. Like, cloaking to Romulan's always my first go-to like why would you automatically I mean unless you're just like oh it's the bounty I mean uh, like true. You, you know what Although other granted, ship, like you know what other ships in the museum the defiant <laughs> that's true that's it has true. one built on much more computer. modern you could probably <laughs> you could probably put it in the docking uh, uh in the docking bay I, for, uh, I forget was it established that they gave them another cloaking device after the destruction of the I first defiant Remember, I'll tell you when I get there. <clears throat> but, uh, well, and then the other thing, although granted, like, the Enterprise decloaked in um, uh, the Pegasus, Pegasus, and all it did was plugged it in. But so. that was all also good, built for a ship things. very similar. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. But, we'll yeah, I just, just like. And that was yeah. a, a fancy cloak where you get to go through stuff, too. So that yeah. Was, ooh, oh, that, that was the best cloak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Romulan. I'm playing on Again, I too, Don't but. think too much about it, Philip. Just enjoy. Are you telling me a 150 year old rebuilt Klingon vertebrae? Um, but then okay, let's talk about the actual uh, ending. Ending. Um, oh, this is what I want to say. Riker, when he gets Will, when he gets, he told me to call him Will. When Will got caught, I guess what took me out of the scene, and you guys know this is me, and, and I'm I'm I live my own little Starfleet life. They're like, he's getting beat up, and I'm like, by Starfleet? Like, I get that that person was real to be the yeah. changeling, yeah. but there were two. I assume those were real Starfleet officers. They're like, oh yeah, let's beat the Captain Riker up. Like, what? What? We don't do that. 
I don't care if we're on, you know, section dark 30 station. We're not, you know, oh boy. Things are handled differently there. I guess. And then, and then also, where did you take data? Boom, boom. (laughs) And then it's also a little grisly that, I mean, again, I assumed those, because first I thought like, oh, they're all changelings because I don't know, but I guess they were just like both regular Starfleet officers just got killed. I'm like, I don't know. On my Picard, it's non-rated. Maybe that's a UK thing, but I'm like, I'm not showing this to kids. <laughs> I mean, it's not grisly, but it's grisly. I mean, those are just regular Starfleet officers, but them just got whacked off. And okay, it's kind of show we're doing. What? What? So what? So when when what's her face shows up to 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 see Riker, mm-hmm. um, and she's got those bird people. Those her crew people are bird people. Yeah, what what are whatever. they? They're what wearing they? bird masks. What's going on? And Riker says to one of them, he says, how much of that goo stuff did they put in you? And I'm like, Riker, you really don't know how these changelings work at all. But then I'm like, wait a minute, because that could be what's happening with the lady. Maybe that's why she has part of them. I, I still don't know what's going on there. But also, what are these bird people? Why are they wearing bird masks? I just was wondering. I think they're wearing bird masks for the reason that any other background extra wears a mask is to not have to do a lot of makeup. Okay, but they're okay, I guess. But they're changelings, so are they? they? I don't know. Uh, We don't know. There's there's a lot of unknown. (laughs) Why don't just make them brain or something? I don't know. Um, Makes sense. They used to be allied with the changelings. Um, Also, at the end, like I, I also thought. How do I know that's really Diana? Like, that's got to be the first beginning of the next episode. Will's like, how do I know that's her? You're changelings. Yeah, we need a ship full of changelings. We need a quip. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Philip. These changelings don't really use their changeling abilities. I've talked about this in previous episodes. So they're definitely not going to do that. That's that's too uh, changelingy. I was wondering if they if they abducted uh, Diana. What, what happened to the kid? Kestra. Kestra. Kestra, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was yeah, that's true. That's what have been cool. the first thing I think of when, the creepy when he's brought in is like, well, you really think, oh, the old changeling in the cell with me, right? <laughs> you know, it's like. Anyway. And then well, she slaps that, him and he's like, oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Any final thoughts on the bounty? Because I believe the next episode is The Dominion. What could that be about? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's uh, okay. I, I bet you. I bet you. Just like this bounty wasn't the bounty we thought it was going to be <laughs> about. Next week's Dominion is probably not about the actual Dominion. Although it'd be awesome if the Jemadar showed up. Um, I will say this about this episode. Two two interesting points. Uh, this is the first episode where we get the entire crew back um, uh, in one s- single episode. So since Nemesis, this is the first adventure that we've now seen everybody on. Uh, and this episode, for the first episode of the season, to me, that actually felt like stuff happened. Like things were, actions were taken, and we, we were ending at a different place where we started, and we actually made some movement in the plot. So I think, um, even though there's a lot of silliness in the middle, I, uh, I at least enjoyed it for that, because I felt like we were spinning our wheels for a long time there. So I was excited about that. What about you, Dan? It's called Setup, Daniel. Set up, pay off. Set up, pay off. Yeah. No, and no. Darren, yeah, Dan, by the way, Daniel, I, I, Darren I, guarantees 100% payoff. So go ahead, go ahead Darren. <laughs> I, no, I did not. <laughs> We're at the end of my knowledge, guys. This is what I saw through. Um, but, 
Yeah, no, no, I this was fun. Yeah, I, I agree with Daniel. A lot happened in this episode. Uh, if you don't think about it too hard and just enjoy it, which isn't a bad thing. Not everyone has a podcast about Star Trek. A lot of people are just watching to watch, which is totally fine. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for the rest of the season. Um, we only got four episodes to wrap it all up. So set up, uh, set up, 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 and then <laughs> some payoff. Yeah, yeah. I would. Well, I think there's going to be more payoff in general, just because they have very clearly said like this is the end of this show. So they're not like they don't need another herring for the next season. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll agree, uh, Daniel, that I mean, this is probably I don't know, season, episode one. I mean, because I liked episode one, but episode one and this episode were, were definitely the highlights so far of Picard. Um, I think I'm accepting and whatever, just get over myself. I'm accepting this is a mini series, not a season. It's a miniseries, you're not stopping. It's going to be rapid fire, rapid fire, one adventure, and that's fine. Because I feel like this episode had a lot of good moments, but it was like, we've introduced this, we're giving you the beginning, the middle, the end, and boom, boom. And like, I, it's not going to have that much of a punch. I mean, because you're just, you know, fire hosing me. Like, the whole like Jack thing. I'm like, if you could have played that out with two or three episodes. But then, no, we haven't. We're doing this one. Then we have to do another one next time. And then uh, this part was seven. Oh, she's a family. We're not going to talk anymore about that. Uh, she was, you know, it's like, oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. There's Because there's so much potential here. I mean, there's good stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, oh, it's all crap or anything. But I'm like, take a breath. If only we had 25 or 26 episodes <sighs> to tell this story. But alas. <laughs> it is or pretend. just pick one. You know. And so, anyway. So that's my, my. But anyway, I did enjoy it. And I did l- l- let out a few gasps. At the few fan servicey moments, it's like, oh, it's the thing, it's the thing. So, so yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to. I mean, worried. I'm worried how it's going to end. I, I, you know me. I don't want anyone to die. <laughs> I mean, Picard can as long as it's nice and nothing crazy. Um, I'm a little worried we're going to get the uh, DS9 Babylon Five. And you know, not familiar with it, Daniel, but zoom out at the end of like Jack Crusher and the LaForge daughter and the, we've set up the next generation. And I'm like, okay, he already sat in the chair. I he know. already sat in the chair, just testing it out. He said, join Starfleet. That's how you do it. Um, anyway, so, well, <laughs> you know, I feel like Jack Crusher and this is, uh, sorry, I'm wrapping up here. Jack Crusher is the ultimate JJ Kirk. Like Jack Crusher will just like show They're up. Yes. He'll be a 30 year cadet and be made captain the next time. You know, that's, it's, that's, that's what he, we're getting from him. But and I will say this is consistent. Jack Crusher is young P- P- John Luke. I mean, that's how young John Luke was before he got you know stabbed in the heart. So I feel like that it's an interesting capture of that old personality of his. So Jack just needs to get stabbed in the heart to calm down. All right. Well, until next episode and more Picard and more new Star Trek and who knows if any new Star Trek news between now and then. I'm Philip Gelfus. I'm Daniel Pruitt. And I'm Darren Moser. Stranded here on City Alpha 3. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.